Hello humans. Hello humans. Uh, heading back out now, heading outbound to the coast. Gonna be a weird drive because my vehicle's fucking up. Uh, I've got no options in town in my little burg here uh, to get it checked or get it fixed or any of that. I got the thing out of um, Bellevue, which is up near Seattle. So in order to get it fixed, I basically have to get a tow truck to come all the way out to the coast or one from the coast to take it all the way in. Either way, I'm paying for uh, half that run empty. But it doesn't matter to me. I just got to get it fixed. We live so far out. I mean, my drive here is 47 miles into um, the nearest store. So, uh, you know, I got to get this thing fixed. Uh, I have another vehicle, so that'll work in the meantime, but we're going to see if I can make it home. It's saying I've got reduced, it's all software controlled. It's one of these newer vehicles, right? Doesn't have a stick shift or any of that. It's just a software control knob, a joystick. And so something's fucked up somewhere, but it's actually working. Uh, so, I mean, I'm, it's moving me along. It's just saying uh, reduced acceleration, drive with care, all of this kind of stuff. And of course, I'm going to drive well with a whole lot of care because I want to make it back those 47 miles. We're about to hit that um, big, long stretch of um, empty road, which I probably don't have any cell service. So if I break down, I've got, um, and I don't make it back in a few hours, I've got my wife ready to call a tow truck to tell them to come on out and drive along the road and find me. And we'll see. We'll see if we make it back or not. What a deal. Everything's breaking down. I mean, I got a broken oven. We got broken uh, um, lights and other gear at the house. I mean, it's almost like it's um, uh, Mercury retrograde, but I think we're out of that. I don't think that comes in until March. I'll have to check and get, get uh, when I get back. And of course, I've got all our supplies. So I got to have this thing hauled back because I don't really want to transfer everything to another truck. Anyway, we're going to see. I've got to go up a road that usually I would drive at 60 and 70 miles an hour on, and now I'm probably not going to be able to go over 35 or so. We'll just have to see how it does. Don't want this thing blowing up on me. Uh, it's going to get uh, hauled up north and get fixed anyway, but like I say, I want to make it home. Um, anyway, so I'd been talking about the release language. Uh, about Operation Warp Speed and um, uh, how that derailed the Kazarian Mafia's uh, plan for us all for their 10-year lockdown and to kill off all these millions of people. Um, we're going to see this release language overtake the whole social order globally uh, and it'll take years and years and years. So now here's the thing. If uh, Trump had come out when he'd mentioned Operation Warp Speed and set all this uh, in motion, if he had come out and said, um, you know, it's a Kazarian Mafia, it's these individuals, they created the virus, Fauci did this, Obama paid for that, uh, you know, uh, Obama's um, uh, homosexual uh, wife, uh, Mike, uh, did this, that, and the other thing. This was all done as part of the plan to take over the Ukraine in 2014, and it's all related to that. They set up um, uh, 10 bio labs around the uh, perimeter of Ukraine uh, focused on sending nasty stuff to Russia. Well, all of the normies would have gone, huh? You know, I mean, it's just like too much to absorb, right? And so human minds are a little interesting. 
Um, and so we can relate this to songs. And so everybody's probably had the experience of you hear a new song, doesn't have to be by any artist you know or something, but you know, it's got an element to it that is mm, attractive to some degree to you in the sense that you sort of resonate a little bit with it, but you've just heard it for the first time. And so, you, you know, it's a catchy little tune, blah, 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 you hear a few lyrics. Well, your mind actually has to hear that song repetitiously to the point that it is anticipating the next notes and the next lyrics in order for you to have that feeling of uh, enjoying that song generated by your mind to the effect of causing the hormonals in your body to change to a pleasant feeling. So it's not ever going to give you that pleasant feeling of of um, enjoying that song the very first time you hear that song. It's not possible in our minds that such a thing could occur. But this also accounts for why you might be driving down a road somewhere, you might just be sitting back, something comes on the TV, or you're, you're watching something on YouTube or whatever, and it comes on up and here's a song, and instantly your mind starts going happy, you know, your feet are tapping, all of that kind of stuff. It's because you know this song and it will forever, because it's one of your favorites that you like, it will forever induce this feeling in you, this response. And so, it, so we don't get instant enjoyment out of new stuff, but we do get perpetual enjoyment. And so it's sort of a trade-off, right? Uh, we don't react well to, to new things that way. But on the other hand, we don't get tired of stuff. We, we like familiarity. And so this is why culture holds together is because we like familiarity. So I'm on the road now. We'll see where we go and how far we go. Um, so anyway, uh, that's the, uh, the nature of our brains relative to new information. And so if we, and it works for texts and stuff too, you know, your favorite book and so on, but also it works at a level of acceptance. So you're not able to accept information, to take it in, to uh, absorb it, to integrate it in your narradigm, uh, and understand it relative to your world, unless there is familiarity. Thus, we've had these past three years where we've had to work at um, familiarity on all of these issues. So we've got to discuss all of the issues about the um, uh, stolen election. We've got to discuss all the issues about COVID, about them making a, um, a bioweapon, about the, the Khazarians using their um, puppet the CCP to release it on all of the planet in their big military games and to get it to go around the planet. Now, they really fucked up. They thought this virus was going to kill us all. They thought this was a deadly virus. They actually believe in virology, which in my mind is a pseudoscience. I read through that damn book and I could do it today and just go through with a yellow marker and, and highlight all this shit where they're making conclusions and assumptions that are not validated that, you know, we have no validation whatsoever for them to make these assumptions that they then go on to try and build a science on. In any event, we, we proceed here. So our minds need to have all of this stuff discussed so that there is an error and an aura of familiarity as we get into it in order that we might separate out the errors that have been brought to um, 
uh, that have been put into our mind by the Kazarian Mafia's mind control, which is what they've been doing for these last few years, is basically a giant mind control op around the whole planet. And they've been planning this thing for like 40 or 50 years. So um, really quite the effort. Spectacular. You know, these people are, are, it's like, why can't they use this energy for good? <laughs> you know, why don't they promote humans instead of this, right? Look how much further we would have been along. Because they're trying to divert us and kill us with, you know, their fake climate change, the fake virus, all their fake news, their fake war in the Ukraine, all of this kind of stuff. It's a real war in the Ukraine, but it's fake because it's not about the things they're saying. It's not as it, they are characterizing it. Um, you know, there's no existential threat to uh, NATO from Putin. This is not uh, a situation as with Hitler. Uh, the Khazarians actually put Hitler in power and controlled him up to a certain point, uh, probably 1935-ish. And then he said, fuck y'all, and went his own way. Anyway, though, um, so they control the opposition, and they, they know who the opposition is. In this case, they don't control Putin, and they're really fighting him, and they're losing. Okay, so they will lose Ukraine. This, is a, this must occur that humanity might survive. If they keep Ukraine, humanity will not survive because it means the, the Kazarians would be dominant and uh, their goal is to kill off all of humanity, except for their slaves. Anyway, so, um, release language is going to dominate over these um, next, over this year. And it's going to, uh, there will be, of course, building tension language, especially about the nuclear confrontation and the supposed uh, upcoming nuclear war with Russia, okay? And so we will have building tension. We'll have building tension about all of the uh, attacks that are ongoing in the United States and um, in the Western uh, liberal republics, Australia, Canada, New Zealand, uh, throughout Europe, etc. There will be many, many, many more attacks. Uh, by the Kazarian uh, agents that are already here doing their sabotage. And so we'll have building tension about that. But we will have, in the main, uh, dominance of release language as all the normies start integrating all the stuff that's come out so far and everything that is yet to come out. So we're about to have a big, big, huge, bigly, giant release of information. And uh, the Khazarians are reacting to it. They're reacting to it by trying to skew information, by trying to dampen down on some of the, um, uh, the, the themes that have come out so far. And I can see that they're preparing for something huge. And so I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be big. Much bigger than uh, just simply affirming what we all knew that um, COVID came out of a lab, right? And so... So now we're coming into this interesting period of time where there will be uh, new information dumped just as the normies are starting to get their heads around the old information. And so it's going to be uh, a cascading um, uh, slap to the head kind of thing re repetitiously. So it's like uh, someone's holding your, your, you by your, uh, your shirt, uh, pulling you up, and they're just bitch slapping you back and forth, back, 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 back. That's what the normies are going to feel like because of the amount of information that's going to be coming out, the type of information, and the fact that it's going to engender so much release language, which is going to get them into this um, release language cascade physically with their hormones and so on. 
uh, they'll try and get it out. They'll try and release their emotions, which they're just going to put all this stuff on some other normie as they discuss all of this. And, and it'll take them a long time to come to a resolution on any of it and integrate any of it because it's going to be pretty continuous from this point on. So we'll get something this week. Um, I may write about it ahead of time in the uh, Vox Populi for my legislators so that they get the idea that we're, uh, you know, to, to keep them primed and pumped because like last Friday or last Thursday, uh, Friday, I think, I put out the Vox Populi for the week and pointed out that we were coming into this period of time where we're going to have this giant amount of release language. I didn't say it that way. I scared them a little bit, uh, telling them what was coming. And indeed, it came. We had the Woody Harrelson thing, which started off all of the release language. Now all of the social media, uh, even today, is still 100% dominated by release language. Uh, I ran it for a few minutes before I headed out. And, um, and it's going to build. It's going to keep building. The level of release language now will be tenfold times higher by the time we reach June. Uh, because so many of the normies will be coming on and thrashing around with it. So many will have been integrated already into this. And we will be starting on the other side of that, which is to say we will be organizing. Those of us that are in the um, uh, the alternate community, whatever, will start organizing the normies into doing things, right? Just to keep them, get them out of our hair and keep them uh, occupied. Uh, you know, so now we're going to start the actual build-out process that's going to take, you know, maybe a hundred years to recover from all of the, um, the fuckery that the Kazarian Mafia has put in place. And we will uh, uh, get, we'll get a major chunk of this initiated by the end of this year. It's slow going when you've got to move all these millions of people, uh, hundreds of millions of people, and get them all organized and coordinated and everybody on the same page and develop a consensus and so on, which is why it's taken us three years just to get to the point where we're acknowledging basically what we all knew. And so really the point of this discussion, uh, assuming I make it home and everything, um, and can upload it, uh, my, my point of this particular discussion here was to, to point out that we're in this very interesting point of the whole process of the Big Ugly, where I, I characterize this as uh, a period of time, and it can be thought of as, well, we all knew that, but nobody thought to tell you. And so, so we're in this period of time where it's like, well, we all knew that, but we didn't figure to tell you. We didn't think to tell you about this because that's the way it's going to go. And so all of us conspiracy guys, we've known for fucking years that uh, this this thing was not natural. I never even assumed it would, never even accepted any of that at all. And I started monitoring COVID in October of 2019. Actually, there was weird shit going on in July that I didn't know what the fuck was happening. And then by October, I knew something else was going. And, and it, we started seeing the virus aspects of it in October. So I was there four months ahead, five months ahead of everybody else. I was buying supplies in January just as they were issuing the first of the um, sort of notices. Oh, there's something going on and we're going to have a problem and COVID and all of this. So... I was ahead of it all because I expected the supply chains to break down. I started purchasing things and so on. Anyway, and so we get here to this point. Now we're in this point where it's like, well, guy, we all knew that. Sorry, we just didn't think to tell you. And once you're at that point, then those people that are within that circle that you would say this to, you could tell them. So you could say, well, geez, guys, uh, uh, we all knew that Bill Gates was part of the Kazarian Mafia. We just didn't think to tell you. 
um, you know, that kind of thing. And then they'll accept that Bill Gates' actions now make more sense because now he's been framed as part of the Kazarian Mafia, and so his actions are no longer, by that individual, going to be accepted as being... Uh, uh, for the benefit of humanity, they will look at this and they'll say, well, wait a second, he wants to kill people. Wait a second, he wants to do, you know, this, that, and the other for the food supply, and this isn't good, and his stated reason is not valid. And so they'll look at this with a different, entirely different viewpoint. <coughs> and so that's, um, that's sort of where we're at now, is that we're entering into the, uh, we all knew that stage, right? And this is how we frame uh, our collective uh, or, or a consensus uh, throughout the society. And so one of my efforts has been to restrict the language such that I could attempt to try and um, uh, trailblaze. Okay, so you can't shoehorn language. You can't make people use language particular ways. That's why Australia is doomed. They're trying to say you can't use language that would indicate you're having a thought other than an approved thought. And so they're going to try and criminalize language. That ain't going to work. Anyway, though, um, uh, so your, your approach with the language is going to be different as we go forward. And they are going to uh, the Kazarian Mafia is going to have some real issues because of people like myself who are, have been attempting to characterize the language such that we point at the Kazarian Mafia and not at the cloak that they pull around themselves when they're discovered, which is the Jewish population. So I've been working diligently to uh, basically uh, uh, work hard to separate the Jewish population from the Kazarians and point out the differences to all of the normies that may be um, listening to me and stuff, right? It's not really um, an issue if the normies listen to me. I never expect that. I don't expect at any time to have really to have any kind of a following uh, within the normies. That's not my role. Um, in this war, I'm more like uh, a scout or a trailblazer because I go out and I get these ideas and I put these ideas into language. You know, I suss out a conclusion or something and then I put it into language and then I put that language out there such that, like that song, it's going to be the first time you hear it and it'll sound a little weird and stuff. And then the second time you hear it, it won't sound quite that odd. And then the third time you hear it, you'll understand what the Kazarian Mafia really is. And you're hearing it from somebody else, and you'll see it's a growing consensus that we're all at war with the Kazarian Mafia in a global, fifth-generation, unrestricted warfare. This GUW, right? Or GWA. Um, anyway, so... Uh, that's that's really my role. And you, we get people that are confused. I get a couple of people saying to me, you know, well, we, you shouldn't talk about space aliens. You're going to turn people off. They're not going to listen to you. Well, it's like, well, if you're turned off by space aliens and you think it's all ho uh, bogus and that kind of shit, you're not going to be listening to me anyway. You know, you're going to be listening to people that are, that are lower down in the tier of new information, so to speak, in the sense that they are more... Um, Mainstream, more more middle of the of the road in terms of uh, what they're saying and who they're saying it to. Uh, my role is to create those, um, is to to basically create the trail in your mind that allows you to 
uh, hear that song for the second time such that you like it by the third time, right? And so, um, uh, whoa. So my role here is um, on the far edge of the woo, out in the fringe, uh, because I've necessarily got to shovel it back in behind me, back towards uh, our main body of normies. Yeah, I just don't have any acceleration at all on this. Something's going on. Anyway, um, so so that's my role in this whole um, weird game thing that we've got going, this war, this uh, total global uh, fifth generation unrestricted warfare. And um, you will see this year that we're going to achieve a lot of the uh, milestones and uh, this kind of thing that came up out of the old Alta reports. We'll tick them off one after the other as we go along. It's not important to me or pertinent necessarily that we do so because we're actively involved in the war and that's really what should be occupying our attention, especially here in the United States because we'll be um, under some serious attack by saboteurs. And so this year, I expect that we will actually get uh, normies uh, forming themselves up in um, like homeland protective home guard units uh, outside of any officialdom. So you're going to see people that, that may have had military training. Maybe they'll end up being leaders in this kind of thing. Uh, but they will be forming their own uh, community self-protection uh, brigades uh, because they won't trust officialdom. And then things will even shift even further as we go along. So what we're doing here is basically working on a plan uh, that was um, uh, refined over time but initiated in 1963 with the death of Kennedy and formalized in 1964 with the uh, formation of the self-organizing collective uh, that is um, orchestrating all of this on the side of the um, uh, social order against the Kazarians. And these people probably will never know who they are. Um, I think maybe Q said there were less than 10 people on the planet that knew the whole plan. And I would, I would believe that, okay? I would believe that there's really that uh, few. Uh, but this self-organizing collective has got things moving along and we're going to be um, uh, continuing in that through this year. And it's going to be a um, uh, very energetic year. Uh, it's a very dangerous year. This is a year probably this year and early into 2024, probably the period of time at most risk uh, for countries and stuff, right? And um, for reactions uh, on the part of the Kazarians, because they have to fight, because as we expose them, they know that their ultimate end is a, um, a firing squad or, you know, or the hangman's noose because these people have, have committed crimes against humanity and they want to keep committing those crimes until they own humanity. This is their goal. So, uh, we'll see how it progresses. I'm going to uh, continue on in my uh, efforts here uh, the way I'm going, but I'm going to actually have to sprint ahead now that the normie masses have turned. I've got to sprint ahead and um, uh, go cut some more trails and, and bring in some more information over these next few months. And um, they will, this stuff will include uh, space alien crap, right? Because now we've got a, 
on the far edge of our war here, we've got to understand that we will be in uh, interaction mode with the other, okay? And I'm not going to characterize it beyond that. Space aliens, breakaway civilization, it doesn't matter. It is the other. It, that other is not part of our normal social order uh, here on Earth. We don't see it operating uh, above board and so on. It may be here now, it may not. It's multi, multiply uh, complex at multiple layers because of all of the um, players involved and the inability of ourselves to know their motivations because they are the other. And so they're not reacting as we would, et cetera, et cetera. And so that's one of my efforts here this year is to keep shifting us along towards this inevitable interaction with these other beings uh, as we go forward. And, you know, it's hard enough for the normies to get their heads wrapped around the idea of space aliens, let alone what the reality is going to end up as. So this is a long, long, long push to start or uh, to go on out into the woods and cut these paths, this trail for everybody to follow on the space aliens. Uh, but at least we know that the effort is successful. We've um, gotten this far with our um, uh, undoing of the Kazarian Mafia's overall plan. Everybody is cooperating as well as we may uh, within the uh, plan laid out by the SOC. That plan is working out well. Uh, it on like all plans in war, you know, no plan survives first contact with the enemy, and thereafter you're constantly readjusting and making new um, alterations to your strategy and your tactics and so on. And uh, and there you go, right? Uh, it's just from that point on, you're just in the war and you're involved and and so on. So we're here now. And it's going to be a very interesting year, like I say, especially relative to the release language, especially relative to how it's going to shift the normies along. Um, so, as those, so some of the things you'll see uh, in as this tranche of normies um, uh, comes on over to the side of reality and leaves the Neridime, um, you'll see them start uh, exhibiting their understanding. So maybe they'll buy fuck you Biden flags, right? Maybe they'll buy um, uh, T-shirts that say it was all a scam, COVID, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, they will, because of the nature of the normies, they will start uh, telling you this sort of thing. During this period of time, I expect a very large pullback. The large pullback, we're already seeing all the signs of it in the... Um, lesbian and gay community relative to the trans issue. And that will develop as an issue for the lesbian and gay communities, okay? Because they are natural in the sense of um, uh, organically appearing in humanity fucking forever, right? Um, the idea of identifying as a gender other than your biologically uh, produced uh, sex uh, would indicate is a um, affectation that the Kazarian Mafia is trying to push onto the social order for all different kinds of reasons. And I'm going to go in and, and do an in-depth discussion of mind control and the various different techniques they're using and so on later on, but not for this particular uh, discussion. But we're going to see the pullback 
as the it'll manifest as people will sort of like detrans. They won't be so. There'll be a lot of lot of them that that'll just get even worse at it, right? They'll just get even more strident, more fierce, and so on because they will sense the pullback. This will increase their desperation as their numbers dwindle and, and the, the voices in support of them dwindle. Those few that remain will become even fiercer and ultimately then they'll stop because they will be so overwhelmed they will see that there's no point and it's just not going to happen and uh, you know the whole system has changed and so on. I expect that might take a couple of years for all of that to manifest but we'll see a lot of, lot of it this summer or this year. I suspect a lot of these linguistic things will be in full force by June, July, and August. And we'll um, uh, see the scrapping and fighting in the uh, alt-sex orientation community uh, become really severe. Um, I don't know if it's going to come down to uh, trans beating up gays in gangs or any of this kind of stuff. But it might, all right? It's something to really consider that it might go that route. Uh, When the uh, Kazarian Mafia did this to the German social order in the 1920s, which was actually what led to Hitler being able to uh, get elected, uh, which was their plan. He he was their their, uh, creature, and they planned to put him in power. Uh, uh, But when they did this, uh, at the end stages in like, I want to say 1928, 29, um, maybe it was a couple of years earlier. I'm not sure where the peak was, but at the peak, they had open uh, performance bestiality parades in Berlin. Uh, It was famous for this. Uh, All the deviants would flock from Ukraine to Berlin for these giant parties. And we're talking, oh, maybe 100,000 people, that kind of thing big parties for the for the time and um and they would have uh you know open sex acts being performed on the public streets and things this of course revolves was uh, repulsive to the ordinary uh, german social order and that led to hitler coming in on the um uh the counter on the on the the backlash on the wave going back the other way so it was an interesting time we're going to go through uh, something analogous, but we're not going to have the Hitler stuff on the other side because of our political structure being set up the way it is and those things that are going on and the sock. And so um, this has has brought us to a point where we have a, um, a different ending than the Khazarians might have anticipated. Well, it looks like I'm going to be able to make it home. I was able to get it up to, to about 50. And I'm going to have a stop up here I'm going to have to deal with. So... We'll wrap this one up. Uh, like, boy, <laughs> I hate breaking down, having to deal with tow trucks and, you know, all of that kind of crap, right? Especially with a truck right now with all these medical supplies, all of our, uh, you know, our food for the week, that kind of stuff. Just a royal pain. Um, good car. Good car. It, it made it back even though its engine light is just over here bitching like mad and I can't accelerate. It'll go, but it just is, is very slow in getting up there. Um, anyway, <laughs> so my own problems aside, uh, getting into a very interesting time and uh, been very active. Good news for me is I'm really getting into this AI. It's, uh, it's okay to play with it. You know, there's no sentience there. It doesn't think. 
uh, it's really stupid in a sense. So uh, I'm doing a thing where I say that, you know, um, uh, list all the foods that have mind control um, uh, uh, applications and may have been used in mind control. Then it comes back and tells me the official, you know, woke line, oh, there's no foods that affect the mind. Then I have to tell it, uh, you're wrong, too much sugar, too much salt, too much water, too much protein, uh, too little sugar, too little salt, too little water, uh, too little protein, all affect the mind. And then it says, oh, yes, I see what you're saying. Yes, that is the case. And so then we start having our conversation. So it's really like kind of stupid, but it can get you a lot of data. So it's a pretty good search unit that way. And I'll be using a lot of it in a lot of these um, reports I'm going to be making here. So, all right. So I'm going to have to knock this off after I drive around that. And uh, it looks like I'm going to make it home, guys, which is good. Uh, You don't have to hear me dealing with tow truck guys and cursing up a storm. (sighs) So (laughs) what a day, what a day. I uh, didn't do half of the stuff I needed to because of the vehicle. And better not leave it here. I better pull all the way up just in case it won't start afterwards. All right, so. All right. And I will talk to you guys later.